a chance, leave a question or a story at this funky number. It could be legitimate or something way dumber. Only two rules make it easier than summer ladies to the front of the line and no plumbers. That's a cold open call if I ever <laughs> heard one, dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just do what we supposed to do. We shut it down. <laughs> that makes me so goddamn happy. If that was crystal clear, call, I might play it every week at the end of the show. Word. It, it gets everything across. <sighs> what have you been drinking all day? What did you have before this regular water? Carbonated water. Before I inspired you with my flat ass water. <laughs> 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 all right buddy you know where we're at no what's up where are we at dog we're we're at episode nine we're dipping into episode nine yeah man <clears throat> i'll just bang the shit out of that table right there it made me feel like episode I'm- nine is where we're at it's telefriends episode nine when telefriends is where we listen to the calls our listeners make to the telephone number three zero four five one eight Jams. Jams! I'm Casey. You're Bo. I am. I know what all these calls are going to be. I know the contents, and... I haven't heard any of them. You don't know nothing about nothing. That's true. Let's start with call number five. Fuck yeah, man. Let's get right into call number five. Hello, telefriends. It's Iffy Wizardry once again. Hey. This call is about a shared experience between myself and fellow... Famed listener, Brendan. Uh, We both got to witness a man humble bragging about being the fifth strongest vegan in the world. Uh, He kind of left it at that. I feel like he maybe was very suddenly self-conscious about it as soon as he said it out loud. That makes sense. And I don't know. I don't know where to go with it. It's pretty pretty peculiar. I'm wondering if there was a contest. I mean, was this like declared or is this assumed? What's going on here? Um, are we assholes for kind of self-chuckling about it? I mean, I mean, I think it's funny. I don't think less of the guy, but that's just a weird thing. And bragging about being the fifth, fifth best in anything is kind of bizarre, even though, you know, I've bragged about stupider things. So, I don't know. I had like a weird... I don't know. A more <laughs> He's very confused. Ha ha ha, look at me, I'm a goofy thing. This guy was like kinda held this to heart. You could tell. He was into it. Huh. Uh, I don't know. And I know that Brendan is also giddily telling uh telling you the same thing through a different channel, so Whoa. that's gonna be interesting to see uh how you handle this call, maybe with some advanced knowledge for the first time ever. Oh shit. Talk to you later. <laughs> Thanks, dog. What do you think the fucking world's strong... Was he the, the fifth strongest vegan here in Austin? In the world. In the world. Yeah. So he went to <laughs> nationals. And he, and he, and he, <laughs> he placed. Was kicking ass. <laughs> he was top three. So he got to go to worlds. Mm-hmm. And in worlds, he came into fifth. 
Fifth strongest vegan. Yes. I wonder what he looked like. Ripped. Healthy glow. A vegan... A juice in one hand. Yeah. A vegan... A vegan... It has an entirely plant-based diet. Yeah. That's the deal? Yeah. No egg. Yeah, nothing No dairy. No animal animal byproduct. Right. Like, hmm. Nothing. <laughs> oh man, I I mean, like, look, there's a lot of like, what well, was a contest? Resist the smell of bacon? Like bullshit, low yeah, yeah, hanging yeah. fruit. Um, not so low that you couldn't take a little swipe at it there. But I felt like if I dressed it up like this is a thing if I, I said wouldn't it do, voice, but I did it, it anyway. <laughs> I'm couching it in this voice. Right. It's okay. It's. Yeah. Do that voice again. Hi. Hey. I think we've got a voice where we both can actually sound like the same person. Hey. I think I lost it. You did? Do you think there's a caber toss? Like, what the f- Do you think it's like World <laughs> Strong? <laughs> I, I, I like to think it's a Highlander situation. There can be only one? Yeah, where he's, like, slipping non-vegan products into, like... The people above him's lives. And that's how you rise up. In the oh race. yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, you have to be strong. You got to be strong as shit. Uh, you know, the for real though, this guy. Yeah. Fifth strongest. He knows he's world. making a joke. The fifth strongest. Yeah, he has to. Yeah. Why Although, did, like, if I was fifth? the fifth. No, I mean, if I fuck right, like, if I was. Yeah. Is fifth the funniest, strongest? That was the you could fifth be? fastest roller skater in the world. I would be like, fuck yeah, I'm fucking top five all time. <laughs> There's not, but it's veganism isn't a competition. Is but the point. being strong is. Yeah, but why is? <laughs> oh, so you're saying I what? You wonder how he would stack up against non-vegans? Yeah, is he top tenner? I mean, how much? Uh, how much can your diet? Well, he can't get better than fifth. <laughs> Because there's already four stronger vegans. <laughs> How many more stronger? Well, he's got to be stronger than me. I, I think modern science would say that he, there's nothing he can't do that a mediator can do, right? Physically? Yeah. Like muscle. Let's talk about some. Put, let's talk about putting on muscle. Something I know a lot about. Putting on mass. Yeah. Getting thick. <laughs> Calories, pack of the proteins. Well, I mean, yo, you can eat whey. That shit is, they sell that shit at the GNC. No way. Whey. Fifth. Fifth strongest strongest vegan. That's pretty good. I, uh, I want to meet that guy. I wonder if he was like, like, I like, I associate veganism with a certain kind of physicality. Yeah. Uh, kind of like a. A long leanness, like kind of a, a ropiness. Yeah, a, like a Pilates instructor. Yeah, like no, a, not a mass person. No, tall, not rangy thick. guy. Yeah, not real thick, ropey, like you say, wiry even. N- not thick. Not not thick. <laughs> I just keep saying thick to acknowledge it. <laughs> He's not thick like a meat eater. He's not thick like me. <laughs> I'm getting thick. <laughs> Oh man, 
I wish, yeah. Uh, yo, if you... <clears throat> Here's what I'm going to say to you, if you wizardry. If you see that guy again, tell him 304-518. Jams. Call number four. Hi, guys. This is a redo because the last message I left, I forgot half of it. And second of all, I sounded super angry because I... So this caller called twice with essentially the same message. Okay. And I used the second one because it seemed to be their preference. Because the first one sounded super angry? I didn't think so. <laughs> maybe but maybe I, she was super angry and she felt like, as in all things, defer. Defer to the caller. I was driving and felt like I had to yell. <laughs> but anyway, um, this is my FU to episode 8, follow up. Uh, Montezuma, great little town in Costa Rica, in case the dude who is going to Costa Rica needs a suggestion. It is wonderful and peaceful and kind of like it's close to like a, eh, it's not a hippie town, like head shops everywhere or anything, but it's just like <laughs> super relaxed and like pretty much barefoot and you can ride a horse on the beach to a waterfall and that you can swim on the waterfall. Sounds mad. Um, Okay, uh, next topic following up is that I have a um, tradition with my brother uh, about, for some weird reason, I don't know how it started, but we tend to read each other the Hunter S. Thompson book, The Curse of Lano, alternating chapters um, every year at Christmas time, uh, and it's awesome. But I also wanted to put out this question to you guys, like, is there any other, like, aside from reading to your kids or whatever you have kids, um, like, is there any other time that you have read or been read to aloud, like, um, as, as like, an activity that you do hmm. uh, once or multiple times? It doesn't matter. Anyway, um, yeah. Hope you have a great day. Talk to you soon. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for your call. I like the bye. Sketching on is the proper way to end the call. Man, that's uh, fuck. Um, do you, do do you read to anyone or? Get I read out to? loud almost weekly. Cause you're a dungeon master. I'm a professional dungeon master. You're a pro level dungeon master. If you had to rate yourself against the other vegan dungeon masters in the world, what would you say you'd stack up at? Number five. Top five? Five out of seven. Top five dead or alive? <laughs> I give it my highest score. Uh, <laughs> five out of seven. Yo, uh, I remember. So, I can't decide. To give you, to give you time to think. Uh-huh. When I was growing up, being named Casey. Yes. Every year from first grade to sixth grade-ish. Casey at the Bat? I had to read fucking Casey at the Bat. Awesome. Your follow-up's going to be, give that, us some Casey at the Bat. My follow-up is actually, Casey at the Bat kind of rules, is one. Yeah. <clears throat> because of that sweet Looney Tunes. But you know, you every every overweight geeky child loves is that spotlight of attention <laughs> that teacher going i know what we'll do here we'll make casey read casey at the bat and you know what tell us a story about the mudville nine case every person in my class had been in my class every year before that 
Yeah. They all knew it was coming. It was only the teacher that was at all amused by this play. Did you lean in? Did you get comfortable ever? Did you? I got good at it, and then I got like purposely bad at it. <laughs> <laughs> like the favorite move would be like, look at the teacher, look at the page, say one word. Look at the teacher, look at the page, say one word. Here's you know what I'm afraid of. This is what I'm afraid of. This is mm. my concern. Okay. The guy who called it on episode one. Which one? To tell us that we're a bunch of mediocre schmucks. Yeah. That guy called back in for episode eight, the previous episode. This is episode nine. To say they wanted to go to Costa Rica. He's like, I'm going to go to Costa Rica. But what he also said is that he just finally listened to the first episode. Mm-hmm. Months later. Like, we're two months in. We so are, my concern is that... We're 100% going to hit this late. Yeah, myself and this caller uh, are going to provide... He's going to come back having the shittiest vacation to Costa Rica because he won't listen to the show. And I feel bad about this. What did I just say about the last call? About the, the beginning of this call. I that that was the second time. You always defer to the call. Yeah, you have to you have to you have to play you have to play to the the ideal. You know, until he calls and tells you didn't hear, we have to think he hears everything. Okay, right. That's fair. I just want him to have the best possible Costa Rican vacation, and I think to the Telefriends community at large wants the same thing. Well. When he goes to buy his plane ticket and doesn't know where Costa Rica is. Yeah, that's going to be tough. That's going to be a slowdown. Yeah. Well, you don't have to answer a fucking geography test to get a ticket. No, you can just buy a plane ticket. You just say the word of a place. I want to give yeah. you access to the said there, place. There's no quiz. No. Oh, fuck. Now I'm worried about him. Me too. He's going to get robbed. I hope he calls in with a We Got Ghost jam so we can call, <sighs> have to call him back. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. So, have you... Uh, have I been read to? Yeah. Um, I don't ever get read to. I always read at. Yeah, you don't get read to a lot. I remember as a child, my dad, who is a bit of an orator, <coughs> um, read to us The Hobbit... That's pretty cool. It was pretty cool. I don't remember much about it. I remember him saying, yeah. I remember, is there a chapter called Out of the Frying Pan Into the Fire? And I can remember him saying that. Yeah. Super dramatically. And I'll tell you this. <clears throat> it's I didn't know that it was like a tradition, but it has happened on a numer- number of occasions where around Christmas time, uh, my sister and I will read Hunter S. Thompson's The Curse of Lano to each <laughs> other in alternating chapters. Which is a, f- like, it's one of those books. Like, uh, I'm also obsessed with Kurt Vonnegut's Timequake. It's one of those books where it's like, it's like his last thing, and I think it's his best thing. Like, it's so good and funny and short and hilarious. I went through a big Thompson phase, and I never got to that. Man, it's good. It's really good. It opens with a hilarious letter that he writes to Ralph Steadman. Um <laughs> you just, I don't know. It's really fucking good. You gotta check it out. Like, because it, you can kind of tell he's like, you can kind of tell he's like. So it's like interspersed with, 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 with a, the diary of like Captain Cook. I think is like <clears throat> interpolated throughout the throughout the Curse of Lotta. Okay. Because and and even then the book's only like a hundred and twenty five pages, and then there's like shitloads of illustrations. So like you could tell he didn't have. He was kind of running out of gas, but it what's there is really great. 
So when did you start this tradition? I remember we were, I mean, you know, 10 years ago. Like, that's awesome. Like, that's yeah. that sounds lovely. It's pretty fun. It's a very funny thing. Do you alternate chapters? Yeah. Like, each year? No. Like, somebody else starts I don't know. first? Shit, that would be great. Um, it works out a lot of the time, so one person's reading Hunter S. Thompson and another person's reading Captain Cook stuff. Okay. It's pretty rad. Because um, I, I think that's for, like, year five, you'd be like, man, I gotta get in on I that I want to be the Thompson! <laughs> How about I just describe this picture? <laughs> uh... Let's go check out what's going on with call number seven. Hi, I had a tech support issue. Um, I don't understand the <laughs> lyrics to the theme song for Frasier. Thank you for your time. <laughs> Baby, I hear the news. This is Toss Salad and Scrambled Eggs? Yeah. Do you have the lyrics pulled up? I do. <clears throat> Can you sing them as though you were the singer from the... As it, you, I mean, as though you were Fraser Crane. Can it be the Fraser Crane in that video where he's telling that terrible joke and falls off the stage? <laughs> that guy's so rich. I'll give you like line by line, mm-hmm. and then you interpret. Hey baby, I hear the blues are calling. <laughs> Tall salad and scrambled eggs. It's the blues are calling. Mm-hmm. It's not the news. I, baby, I hear the blues are calling. Tall salad and scrambled eggs. <laughs> oh my. Mercy. What do you take from that? That's the whole thing? No. Do we go all the way through first? Yeah. All right, now i got to start over. Hey, baby. <laughs> I hear the blues are calling. Tall salad and scrambled eggs. Mm-hmm. Oh my. Mercy. Mercy. <laughs> And maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe. But I got you pegged. Ha 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 ha. Yeah. But I don't know what to do with those toss salads and scrambled eggs. The calling again. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling toss salad and scrambled eggs. Mm -hmm. Is that sex code? I don't know what scrambled eggs is. Typically from a chicken. The young of a chicken. (laughs) Is this... Is this scrambled? <laughs> you do this with your fingers real fast. We're not a video. I'm glad you call call attention to the uh, room work I'm doing. Okay, then there's alternate endings to the song. Uh huh. There's so one said, part where scrambled eggs all over my face. He says that, and then he says it again, but instead of saying mercy, he says quite stylish. Quite stylish. Is this like mm-hmm. seasons? Later season. And then he says, they're calling again. Good night, Seattle. We love you. Right. I mean, are we going to give this a like a real go? <laughs> what do you think the theme song for Frasier is about? I recently, like, rewatched... Baby, I hear the blues are calling. Toss salad and scrambled eggs. Mm-hmm. Oh, my. Mercy. They say my name is Frazier. <laughs> I'm a psychiatrist. Look me in the eye. He's a psychiatrist. Is, is that really some shit? Is that no, actually no, okay. I'm making all that up? His um, name's not Frazier. He the thing about Frazier mm-hmm. is that he, like the Telefriends, had a call-in show. Yeah. 
Um, I think that's why it says he hears the blues of Colin. Because right. his callers are calling in with their sad stories. So, yeah, so they're calling in, but he's trying to live his own life in terms of preparing tossed salads and scrambled eggs, right? Okay, so you Which think I this guess... man is in the kitchen going, oh, what am I going to eat? Oh, my favorite dish. Tossed salad and scrambled fucking eggs? That shit don't go together. So is he talking about tossed salad and scrambled eggs as like the mental state of his of his? Ah, is that what you're saying? That's what I like. They're a bunch of wackadoos, and so he's got you pegged. And I think they're purposely disparate things that don't go together. Like if you were, I said, do you see? Do you know what I just did? I said, oh, I said a thing, <laughs> and then reset it with just one different word, <laughs> and it made me sound like I knew what I was talking about. Did it bother you that Fraser Crane, Dr. Fraser Crane... His name is Fraser. Fraser Crane, mm-hmm. father of Trajan Langdon. <laughs> did it bother you that he lived such a like luxurious lifestyle being a radio psychiatrist? Because his apartment was tits. Yeah, it was really nice. And he was very... <clears throat> he was supposed to be very popular. Is that the deal? Yeah. I thought he was always like, he wasn't clinging on to his job. He was a well-respected, yeah, like a doctor. And his, and his brother was also res- respected. Was but he a radio professionally, like a uh, broadcaster? He was just a psychiatrist. Yeah, he was just a local boy making good. But does he come to Seattle to be with his brother and dad? Yes, because his dad, ex-cop. Yeah, he's. We're retired. gonna say his name is. Martin, because it is, because I just nailed that. Whoa. Really? Yeah. He's retired and needs some, and doesn't want to go in a home. So he could, Frager moves to Seattle. Frager Crane. Yeah. And his father, Martin, moves Because he's been recently divorced from Lilith. Yes. Because, fuck, it's a Cheers spinoff. P.S. Yeah. I think Mayday Malone, like, fucking shows up in an episode. Yeah. Um, it ran longer than Cheers, and... Gave us David Hyde Pierce. Thank you, David Hyde Pierce. I just wanted to like do the kiss my fingers, point up a god thing. David Hyde Pierce. David Hyde Pierce is awesome in Wet Hot American Summer. He is. Playing a little bit the same guy. Look, man, no one's mad at Jack Nicholson. You, you got a lane to stay in it? Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> it always bothered me that he lives such a luxurious lifestyle. Uh, but I always felt that he earned it I because Kelsey Grammer in his own life as, as evinced by the real housewives of Beverly Hills that I've watched every episode of, um, in his own life lived a like completely, holy shit. How do you have this much money? Luxurious lifestyle. So he was like, on like the number two show on TV for over a decade so and was the main what? dude. Frasier was never the number two show, really. Like after, like people like that show. It was still on after like Friends and fucking Seinfeld did. did. I think he got all the money because he was executive producer on that. Well, show. yeah, he did. He sang that theme song that we're yeah. talking about. He did it all. He was a man about set. <laughs> That's not a phrase anybody's ever. Used he was one. a sixty-minute man. They called him. He did everything. He was the first one in, the last one to leave. He uh, he locked the place on the way out. He did. They say, oh, just give the keys to Frazier. On the, the last episode of Frazier, does he figure out what to do with the tossed salad and scrambled eggs? What happens in the last episode of Frazier? 
is Lilith he, comes back to town and says, "I'll take this tossed salad." And well, it starts with him getting stabbed, stabbed in the heart. Yeah, and he's laying out bleeding. Uh-huh. And then we flash back, and like here's Lilith, <laughs> like Lilith's town. So you're like, "Oh, Lilith did it." Yeah, and which makes sense. It turns out it's not true. It's a, it's like a red. Was it area. the maid? No, it's a the call, British. It's maid? a caller that he's ha- that calls in. Oh no. And then what's really interesting, though, is at the end of the episode, he's laying on the ground bleeding out. Mm-hmm. That little dog's just lapping up his blood. Yeah. And his dog. dad, Martin, is sitting in his recliner, but he's thrown his back out so he can't get up. And he's like, damn, he's watching, Gina, my back is thrown out. And he's watching Frazier bleed to death. Okay. And he says, your name, he says, father, why did you name me Frazier? He's like, your name's Frazier. <laughs> You've been saying it wrong all this time, and I just couldn't bring myself to say Frazier. Frager Crane. Frager Crane. Yeah. Because you were so afraid of cranes when you were a kid. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. That's how, it, that's how it ends. Oh, man. So he doesn't figure out what to do with the toss out and scrambled eggs at the end of and then, and then at the very end, okay. David High Pierce is. Does it say a like a 10 years later? No, it's like oh. down in the car, like out in front of the apartment. It's the way I remember and he's it. He's eating toss out and scrambled eggs. And he gets a call, and it's that caller who stabbed him. Hmm. Did Niles do it? Maybe. Cliffhanger. Miniseries. Do you, what if they had a show, Niles? That sounds like I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got something of a spinoff show starting, Bo. Really? Yeah, it's called Science Corner. This is episode number three. Yeah! Let's, let, before we play the Science Corner call, let's talk about where we've been. Okay. So, so First one. On, on, on Telefriends episode seven slash Science Corner episode one, mm-hmm. uh, a scientist called in to talk about <clears throat> density. Yes. And on that episode, yeah. uh, we learned... He covered kind of basics. Yeah. He covered the... And then he went to the fact that... That like are Jupiter, are yellow? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, these big plant, these big bodies are gas. They're not much very less dense. dense. Then he went to the sun. Right. And he talked about started talking about the process of the sun collapsing, collapsing into a white dwarf, and, that and that's kind of where white dwarf is. Is that led to Telefriends episode number eight, Science, Science Corner, Corner number two, two, where he talks about a white dwarf. Yes. So the sun is the size of the sun, and the white dwarf, the sun condenses to the size of the Earth. Yes. And then, then from there, it can condense further into a neutron star, which is basically like a giant nucleus. Yes. Which makes no fucking sense. Which is the size of a... Which is the size of Austin, Texas. And then we got to the place where that was condensing to a black hole, and that's where we left off. Yes. What, uh, What do you want me to do with this? Number six. Hey, tell friends, your voice mail box cut out, cut out on me again. You gotta increase, like, the, uh, the length of that. You know, the time. So anyway, I got to black holes finally. So black holes have a density of about 10 to the 30th grams per cubic centimeter, which is just in a completely obscene amount of mass, 10 to the 27th grams, sorry, 10 to the, 10 to the 30th kilograms per meter cubed but 10 to the 27th grams for you any a mistake like that could cost you your life can't do that in this business not in this business anywho 
that's an unbelievable amount of mass or density. But here's the weird thing about black holes. That's actually pretty cool. Once you kind of maxed out your density, as you keep adding mass to your black hole, the overall density of the black hole actually decreases, which is weird. But let me explain. So black holes have this thing called an event horizon, which is kind of like the limit of a black hole and kind of defines its boundaries. Now, the radius is a sphere. So is event horizon Sam Neill's best movie? No, it's the scariest movie ever made. It's his second best movie. Jurassic Park is his best movie? Probably. I'm telling you, man, The Hunt for the Wilder People. Sam Neill does it in that? He brings it. Because I feel like Sam Neill is somebody I knew in before Jurassic Park. What? Yeah, yeah. No, he's all the way back in Wilder People, man. Yeah? Yeah. He's like, you're like, that's that dude, I Sam like that Neill. guy. Yeah. I want that guy I to I kind of think Event Horizon is where he... Uh, Veered off course. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's generally a sphere. And the radius of this sphere is proportional to its mass. So as you add more, the sphere gets bigger. But the volume of the sphere is the cube of its radius. What? So if you grow the sphere a little bit... This is like... I feel like... I'm like, English, Doc. <laughs> You increase its volume to the cube of that. So as you add mass, you'll increase its volume faster than you're increasing its mass, if that makes sense. So because density is mass over volume, you're actually increasing volume faster than mass, and you're lowering its density as you add mass. So, if you take this all the way to the extreme, and you look at the supermassive black hole in the center of our galaxy, that supermassive black hole is actually less dense than water. So it's really cool. I don't know. I think that's super cool. Less than what? Anyway, that's what, what happens if you put enough mass in, in one place. You end that's up doubling back idea. around and looking like Saturn, which is less dense than water. Anyway, peace, guys. It's cyclical. He brought it back to the beginning. That's he's a really. It gets good, so he's, dense. He's good at this that it comes back <clears throat> around to being something that it was before. Yeah, I don't fully get what black holes are. I say to you, caller, I don't fully get what black holes are. I think Bo's looking for a non-mathematical explanation. Yeah. That doesn't require a lot of previous knowledge. Right. Because I don't have it. Yeah. So I didn't know there was a giant black hole in the middle of the galaxy. No, it's it's sort of scary to think about. Um, Is there anything more horrifying than space, by the way? (laughs) It's because it's the most un-understandable thing for us. Yeah. It's completely... That ship has sailed for us of ever understanding. Why is there so fucking much of it? What are you doing with all that space? space? What do you need all that space? Get a two-bedroom. <laughs> you get a nice place for way cheaper. <laughs> what? Yeah, fuck space, man. Space, right? Do you? Have and this a- is just the shit we even kind of understand. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't know. 
I don't know. I don't know. I don't like, know. So, I can only talk about this by talking out of my ass. So, like, I fucking don't know what so, the fuck I'm talking about. I listened to a biography on tape once of Einstein. Uh-huh. It was super, super good. It was yeah. read by Edward Herman. Who, from Herman's Head? No, that's, I think his name's Edward Herman. The, uh, he played the grandfather on Gilmore Girls before he passed. Oh, R.I.P. So it's that voice, Weep. which added a lot of intensity and seriousness to the... Density and intensity. Yeah. But it would get to the point where it would get into numbers and just my mind... Like, I'd be so into it, then we'd be talking about how theorems worked and immediately it's just in my but head. But you do numbers. You can do numbers. I'm, I'm good with basic math. You're good at, like, arithmetic? Not, yeah. Okay. Um... It was it was uncanny though. Like I would be like, "How did I just fall?" Asleep? Yo, I, can we put out some requests for Science Corner? One, what the fuck are black holes? Two, explain to me in terms that I can understand why time is an illu- isn't an illusion because I think that it is, and in fact, I'm positive that it is. But I don't have anything to really back me up on that except for a gut feeling. Um, I got a question for Science Corner. Go. What is that scientist's favorite TV theme song? If it's not scrambled eggs and tossed salads. What do you think it is? Themed Cosmos? I don't know. What would... I don't want to pigeonhole him. Me neither. Does, does Digimon have a theme song? Maybe the Hawaii Five-O theme song? Have you heard that thing? Yeah. That's a good song. The Hawaii Five-O song's awesome. I prefer the Magnum P.I. song. My favorite of all of them is the... Uh, as far as Hawaiian guitar TV theme songs. No, I'm out on that. Those were the two I know. I know, I'm saying between okay. those two, I like Pete no. Magnum. My favorite is the Welcome Back... Is not Welcome Back, Hotter. Is the uh, WKRP in Cincinnati. It's a good one. Because like, the first 30 seconds of that is just radio tuning. <laughs> one of my favorite... Like, <clears throat> I think the best theme song ever made is for a show I've never watched, which okay. is Hill Street Blues. Yeah, that's a really good one. It's really good. John Carpenter does a... I only really know it from a Cameron song. There's a John Carpenter version of that song? Really? Is that what I'm thinking of? Yeah, I think so. But Welcome Back, Cotter is a good theme song. I'm 10% sure of that. I Welcome want... Back, Cotter is a.k.a. Nice Try, Loser. Like, the, <laughs> song, the theme song is, like, straight up <laughs> bragging. <laughs> That this guy had to come back to this town that he didn't want to be in, which is Brooklyn. But and it's like, oh, you try to get out and have real dreams, but here you are. That's not how it goes, but that's no. how it goes. Don't you think there's something great about an expository theme song, though? Oh yeah, the one that gives you all the things you Tell need. Tell me everything I need to know, so I can just jump in. Thanks, yeah. welcome back, Cotter. Brady Bunch is the same way. Yeah, but Welcome Back Cotter doesn't even really do it because it doesn't mention he's teaching at a school. It doesn't. But you get the vibe. Yeah, I mean, ideally, if you don't get the vibe, you're really doing it wrong. Yeah. That's a good Yeah. The best for the tell you what's going on is the Golden Girls theme song. Better than Brady Bunch? As far as just like, here's what you need to know. Well, Brady Bunch is a fucking baby step away from some asshole just telling you. <laughs> this is a show. A man and a woman got married. They, all, they both had three kids. There's a woman and like a guy with the meat. Flintstones is like that too. Yeah, but... You are more of a Captain Caveman, man. Well, yeah. Captain Caveman. show's good. Man. 
haven't given out a jam for a jam. So well, fucking so prepared. There's not a jam in jam out situation this episode. God damn it! But we did receive a jam. You're going to, have to play call number three. Hey guys, this is Gavin. Um, so it appears to me that Casey writes hit fucking singles in his dreams. Uh, I swear, I swear I've had the song We Got Ghosts in my head for the past few days. And, uh, after hours of torment, I think I needed some way to get it out of my skull. And I figured the best way to do that was to, uh, record it. So that's what I did. And I, uh, I even got my girlfriend Lauren to play drums on this track. And uh, I guess I'll just end by saying, Casey, you need to get some sleep because you have the rest of a gold record to write, my friend. <laughs> so good. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Do Get it. it. Bam, bam, bam. was the best goddamn thing i've ever heard <laughs> yeah, right i don't <clears throat> i don't know what to say fuck so <sighs> what do you do with that that's the best goddamn thing I've ever heard. Well, next week. So, uh, wait, wait, hold on. We made an agreement. So I'm saying, well, next week, <clears throat> you've got a whole, you've got a week to work on your questions. Because next week we're calling Gavin back. Do we got to figure out how to do that? Yeah, but okay. <laughs> we don't have to talk about that now. I don't think anybody needs to. Gives a shit about our uh, how we're going to record it. Right, 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 right. If need be, we'll get him in studio. We could just, yeah. It's not, yeah. Okay. That's the best fucking thing I ever heard. Yeah, it's great. Thank you. So, that's all we got this week. Also, way to set the bar, dog. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, right? Right? Yo. I, I've been listening to this for days now. <laughs> Is it your fucking ringtone? It's getting there. <laughs>
soon as I'm smart enough to figure out how to change my ringtone. It's 100% going to be my ringtone. Shit, man. Yeah, it's the best. I'm... You're flabbergasted. I'm fucking taken aback. Or not... That means I'm pissed about something. I'm not pissed. Yeah. I'm... You're I've been stunned with happiness. Yeah. I've been rendered speechless. There you go. I'd like to thank Taku for the use of his song fucking supposed to do off the album Do What You Love. I'd like to thank everybody who called in. I'd like Me to thank too. everybody for listening. I hope that everybody likes us on the things they can like us on. Which rates us on the things they can rate us on. Yeah, we're all, we're all those fucking places. Yeah, why why downplay it, man? Let's oh like, I don't want to say like we're on SoundCloud and iTunes. Like, they're already listening to the What if you've never listened to this podcast before? You don't know that you can interact with us on Twitter because there's only fucking like 21 people that fucking follow us there. I'm fine on that. I, 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 I'm I more of the, I don't, but I maybe think it's weird to be like, hey, maybe you should tr- check us out on iTunes. It's like, hey, listen to however you want to listen to it. Word. Both of those things have ways to like it. Yeah. And comment and rate and all that bullshit. If you fucking. Even beyond that. Just tell people. That's the greatest gift of all. The best thing that you can do for our show is to fucking find, figure, like, think that somebody you know might like it and tell them about it. Yeah, like if you have a friend telling you a funny story, be like, you should call this number. Yeah. 304-518-CHAMPS. Jams. And tell that story to these guys. I'd like to thank Gavin. Yeah. And, well, we're going to talk to Gavin next week. We're going to thank him in person. Yeah, we are. Fuck yeah. And we're going to figure out a way not to be stunned. Like, I'm, I'm like, re-stunned by yeah. your stunned-ness. That's so goddamned impressive. Right. Right. And thanks, Lauren, for drums. Yeah. Yo. Well. This has been episode nine. Come back next week for episode ten. Fuck. We did it, babies. <laughs> That's my new thing for the listeners. I want to call them all babies. <laughs> Until one person calls and is like, please don't call me baby anymore. <laughs> and then I'm going to stop. Is the time, is the place, is the
We love you guys. Bye. Goodbye. What if, what if that was the sign off? Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye already. Goodbye now. Uh huh. Goodbye. Uh huh. Goodbye now. Bye. Bye. You, you want to do like a. Bye. Bye.